Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome and bienvenue, bienvenida. Welcome to episode nine of the Digital Marketing Revolution podcast. I'm your MC, Ivan Tamilkov. Friends, I'm really excited to bring this episode to you. It is a doozy of an episode, jam-packed with a lot of great information that focuses on Bing Webmaster Tools. I had the pleasure of interviewing Dwayne Forrester, who is technically the lead behind Bing Webmaster Tools and also the former lead, or should I say, uh, extraordinaire behind MSN Search. That's right. This is the gentleman who was in charge and the lead behind MSN Search Endeavor. So I'm absolutely thrilled to have him on the show to talk about Bing Webmaster Tools. Uh, so if you're interested in identifying Max search potential. Uh, I think Bing Webmaster Tools is ultimately the place that you want to be exploring. So, without being said, before we jump into the show, I want to cover a couple of housekeeping items. Uh, first of all, the Digital Marketing Revolution podcast is now being downloaded in over nine countries worldwide. That includes the U.S., Canada, South Africa. France, Germany, Spain, India, Finland, and New Zealand. Friends around the world, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it as I do put forth a valiant effort behind the show to bring you the latest and greatest with tips, insights, guests that attribute to sharing their wealth of knowledge in respective areas of digital marketing. So once again, I truly do appreciate the listenership and you taking the time to download my podcast. Okay, so without further ado, I won't stall any further. Let's go ahead and dive into the interview with Dwayne Forrester from Microsoft. All right, everyone, I'm uh, really excited to have uh, Dwayne Forrester join us today uh, on the podcast. Hi, Dwayne, how are you? I am fantastic. Thank you so much for having me here. Great, great. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself for uh, those of the listeners that do not know who you are and tell us a little bit about, you know, your background and, you know, your current business endeavors and, you know, what you do with Bing? Sure. Um, so my name is Dwayne Forrester. Uh, I work at Bing, obviously. This is why I'm here with you guys today. Um, uh, so I basically uh, was part of the team that launched the uh, Webmaster Tools for Bing back in 2012. Um, prior to that, I ran the SEO program for MSN in the U.S. and Americas. Um, my background includes I used to work in online gambling for a sports content publisher in Canada. I used to Worked for Caesar's Palace before that. Um, basically, a background in marketing. I have my own domains. I run my own websites. I do kind of all of that. Uh, been an SEO for about fifteen years now, um, and love helping startups and businesses as much as I can. Okay, awesome, awesome. Well, that's that's quite the diverse background. I had no idea that you were <laughs> involved with uh, MSN. That's that's exciting. That maybe gives us more of a reason also to perhaps ask more questions, right? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. It's I, I've been doing SEO from 
like literally a personal level on my own personal websites and getting checks from you know Google AdSense for a couple of grand a month all the way up to the largest of enterprise efforts. And while a lot of it is the same, I mean, it's the same work you have to do, there are some things that happen when you get to scale, some trade-offs that you have to make, decisions that you bump up against, and, and it is a, a slightly different version of SEO. Okay, okay. Very interesting. So you're, you, you're immersed in the search world. You, you've been in it. You're a veteran, right. if you would. So uh, yeah. really exciting to hear that. Well, let me ask you the next question here. Is this, you know, you may have answered that, but uh, how did, did you get involved with being in Webmaster Tools? You mentioned 2012. Can you share yeah. some? So um, back just before that, the team that I was working on, um, we were we were running the program for the SEO program globally for for uh, MSN, and I was in charge of the U.S. and Americas, and uh, we had actually built an internal set of tools on our own to manage work at that scale. You know, when I came to work at MSN, geez, it was almost eight years ago now. Um, you know, one of the things that um, that was kind of cool about it was the this notion of working quote at scale, and uh, when I sat down in my interview, they said, you know, like how big is the website that you work on? And I was pretty proud, you know, and I puffed up my chest, and my answer was, well, you know, it's about 800,000 pages. And I thought, you know, that, that's, that's fairly big. And, and the guys doing the interview kind of nodded, and they said, okay, well, you know, the Autos Channel in the United States has 11 million pages, and we have 168 channels worldwide that we work on. Wow. And so it was an immediate deflating of my of my self esteem when I was like, "Oh, I really don't understand scale. That's <laughs> scale." <laughs> so right. It was right. Uh, so it was at that moment, you know, you kind of realize, like, you know, the old way of doing SEO, where you know I could walk over to a product manager and a developer and say, "Hey, we need to make these changes," and we'd sit and huddle for a couple of hours, and then we'd hit F five and refresh it live on a website, and you would see the changes manifest. You know that simply didn't apply at this level, and so um, so as we went through all of this, we built a set of tools that would enable us as a team to strictly look at MSN and say, you know, what do we have to work on? And we had like over a hundred rules. We had our own crawler, and we would go out and crawl MSN and bring these things back and prioritize all the workload, and then. We would actually go through and create work items that we would hand off to the development teams, to the core platform teams that maintained the uh, content management system, and to the editorial teams, um, keyword research work, and all of these kinds of things. And so uh, we provided all of this to the engine or to the machine, I guess, that was the back end of, of MSN. And you know, over time, you start to see the work accrue. People were getting things done. We were actually making some progress at one point. I think about six or seven months in, uh, um, we'd increased traffic to MSN over a hundred percent, and so you know everybody was pretty pleased with that, right? Most of that was the low-hanging fruit stuff that you you encounter, kind of getting out of your own way and uh, and allowing yourself to be successful in ranking. And after a few years of that, an opportunity had had come up at Bing here, and I knew a bunch of the people here at Bing. We'd actually worked fairly closely with them, and my team had worked closely with the Webmaster Tools team prior to the 2012 launch to help them understand exactly what webmasters were looking for. And, um, you know, unfortunately for us, the tool set that we had was way beyond the scope of what they wanted to launch at the time. And so we couldn't just hand it to them and say, here you go. But as 
things moved forward, the opportunity opened up, I transferred over from MSN to Bing. When I did that, you know, I kind of came in and I looked at the team here in Bing at the at the core engineering and, and search leads, and I said, you know, like, can you just take a look at these tools and tell me if they're useful and if they're valuable and what people should focus on? And so we narrowed down to, uh, you know, a much smaller number of rules that, that we felt this is really the core of what people should be focused on. The other things are important, but to lesser degrees for most websites. So let's get people focused on the big things and, and we can go forward from there. And uh, then I was actually very fortunate to partner with uh, a gentleman internally here who ran the engineering team. And that team and I, over about a three-month period, you know, almost 24 hours a day, this is all we did was build out those tools. And then we launched them and they've been a huge success since then. Wow. Wow. That sounds wow. like, a, sounds like a, a very comprehensive process there and uh, oh, a, lot yes. of, a lot of thorough analysis, a lot of preparation, a lot of planning that went into this. And uh, and so obviously it shows because I think, you know, Bing Webmaster Tools is really innovating and helping, you know, a lot of the search marketers, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, keep tabs on their domain visibility, being able to to monitor their trends and patterns. So let me segue into the next question. You know, can you expand a little bit upon the necessity of Bing Web, Webmaster Tools for search marketing endeavors? Yeah, so um, I'll start off with a broad and generic statement that's, you know, to some people it's like a wet slap in the face and to other people it's e- extremely elementary and it's this. Anytime a search engine is willing to share data with you from themselves, you want that data, bar none. Uh, you know all of the guesswork that's out there, and all of the you know, well, I think the search engine wants this, and no, I think it means this, and those kinds of things. They're great. A lot of smart people come up with a lot of really good ideas. I personally love sitting on panels when I'm at conferences where I have people saying, "Here's what you need to focus on. Here's what you need to focus on. Here's what you need to focus on." Because what I see, and this has been the trend over the last five years, is these people are absolutely correct. There's, there's nothing that I feel needs to be corrected. They're saying the right things. They're giving the right advice. And so when it really comes down to it, what, what people want to be able to do is they want to be able to like, tell us stuff like, hey, you know what, um, you know, I, this is where my website is. Here's my new content. Uh, this is my official app in the App Store at uh, at Google Play or at the uh, the Apple App Store. Um, you know, here's my official social media page on Facebook, and I want to connect those with my domain so that the search engine knows that that is my official page. These things are all very important to businesses as they continue to grow their footprint on the internet and helping the search engine understand clearly exactly what is yours is a very important step to take. Makes it a lot easier for us. Now, as you get into more complex things, the search engine, uh, the webmaster tools start to become a very helpful conduit for information. So, for example, if you go into the help and how-to section, you're going to come across areas that talk about marking up your content and using systems like schema.org or OpenGraph or RDFA and microformats. These are very critical and important steps for businesses to take today. By enabling that markup on your content, you ensure that the search engine has a much deeper understanding of your content and services. That is critical today in the mobile-first environment. Sure. It, it, that is not a step that can be that can be skipped anymore. You know, a couple of years ago, we were telling people, "Hey, you know, you got to be mobile-friendly." 
couple years before that, we were telling people, mark up your content. And now, if you haven't done those things, you're falling behind. Right. So right. Webmaster Tools starts to become this kind of one-stop location where you can access these things from. And then along the way, of course, we give you information. Like, you know, we tell you what keywords in our search results drove traffic to you, what your click rates look like, how you were ranking, whether you were up or down over a period of time. Inside the Bing Webmaster Tools is, to my knowledge, still the only organic keyword research tool that exists on the web right now. Um, it's uh, certainly from the engines, anyhow. Um, I know that we have a version that pulls from paid search uh, data. Google's version uh, pulls from paid search data as well. Um, but we have a tool in there that pulls from organic search data. And you, you will find some differences when you do that keyword research on things. Um, so there's, there's a lot of usefulness in these tools. Being able to control Bingbot when it comes to your website, the time of day, uh, the, the, um, the force with which it's crawling your website, you know, like you want them to crawl more, faster, harder at night when nobody's on your website. But during the day when your customers are there, sure. keep, keep the bots away. Keep the bandwidth for the customers. And you can control all of that inside Webmaster Tools. So you do have, so you do have that accessibility that you mentioned. I know you mentioned that I have the ability to control Big BingBot. So I guess how, how much flexibility do you have on that? Can you maybe share a little bit more in detail on that? Yeah. So this is the way it works. There's a graph in there. And you can fill it or empty it in whichever pattern you like over a period of time. So time is on the uh, on the x-axis, and the y-axis is going to be um, we'll call it force. So you know how hard we crawl, basically. Um, our recommendation, and obviously we will always make this recommendation, is that you tell it to be flat out all the time. That's what we want to see because that means we can access absolutely everything as fast as we can possibly crawl it. For some businesses, though, that's not an option. For some businesses, they need to balance their loads a bit, and they need to be able to say, no, no, if, you know, if our peak clients are here at 5 p.m. in the afternoon, well, then we don't want bot traffic at the same time. So, Bing Bot, you take a break during this period. The rest of the time, try to crush us. Go ahead. Take everything. And, and it's, it is in there. I mean, right from turning the lights off because you know, you've maxed it out and your system isn't capable of, uh, of supporting that crawl, um, that crawl uh, uh, frequency, or all the way down to turning it right off and saying, we don't want you to crawl, so be incredibly light. And if that becomes a problem for us, we will actually reach out and say, hey, you've got valuable content in there. We're trying to get to it. You should check your settings. Wow. And you know, we have that from time to time, and we have everything in there. Um, I like it just because it's a fun graph. You drag your mouse over it, and it makes pretty patterns. And you literally, the pattern sure. is how we will crawl you over time. Like, it is that simple. One thing people have to remember, though, is you have to hit the save button. Like, if you don't hit the save button, the settings won't be saved. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I, I stress this because I've done this in the past on my own websites where I've done a live demonstration. I've maxed everything out and I said, go ahead. And then I've actually saved that, gone back in, done another demonstration to try to reset it, forgot to save it. And then I'm getting a notice from my hosting provider saying, hey, um, are you expecting all of this traffic? Because yeah. like it's, yeah. it's, it's out of character. We can support it for you, and it's within your plan, but it seems a little odd. Right, and so, right. of course, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot to turn that back down. Right, right. Well, I think the control is just that they mentioned is what a lot of a lot of users like is having the ability to control how often BingBot curls a website yeah. and ultimately being able to adjust it based on their so, peak and off-peak times. Yeah, so, so here's, you bring up a really interesting point, and it's, it's important that we clarify this, right? This tool doesn't change how often we come to your website. That, that's, 
that frequency is determined by the value that we place on the content of the website. And that's determined by us testing you in the rankings and seeing how people interact with you. So if you are, I don't know, say Home Depot, I'm looking out my window and I can see Home Depot, obviously we are going to be there frequently. They have a lot of updates. They're constantly putting new products on the website. We will be there every day consuming all of that content. We want it all. But if you're a, a food blogger and you only post up a food blog every Sunday afternoon, we're going to see that pattern. We're not coming through most of the week. There's nothing there. And there's an actual hard cost for us to go crawl things. Like there's a, there's a, a hard dollar cost to Bing and to any search engine to go crawl the URL. And so we don't needlessly go crawl things just because they're there. Sure, sure. No, that's an interesting point. I appreciate you sharing that insight. So I want to segue into the next question here is, you know, so looking at it from a search perspective is, you know, what are the top three reasons that a website owner should use Bing Webmaster Tools, you know, to assist them with their online marketing initiatives? So um, first off, I'm going to tell you right now that inside the Webmaster Tools, remember earlier I mentioned we built tools that did SEO scanning for us at MSN. There's a version of those inside Webmaster Tools, so we give you free SEO reports in there. Straight from the search engine, we give you SEO reports. Um, it's worth going in and looking at them. They'll update roughly every couple of weeks. We'll put a fresh report in there. Um, but there's also an on-demand tool, so you can stick a URL in, tell it to go. Bingbot goes up, brings back the URL, it does the scan and tells you what you need to work on. It's on-demand anytime you want it. Um, so, so one reason is it's a great opportunity for you to understand what we're telling you you should focus on and for you to go actually focus on that. Um, two, inside Webmaster Tools is where you would submit sitemaps to us. And I highly encourage people to do this. And this is how my, I'm going to suggest that they do this. I'm going to suggest that for all of their content, they have an RSS feed and they submit the RSS feed as their sitemap. We will take that RSS feed, we will remember it, then every time you publish something, we will get it instantaneously. So that streamlines all of that effort. Um, another thing that is, I think, really important for folks today is, and it's, it's important broadly for a lot of businesses, is uh, being able to um, link all of your official locations around the Internet to the domain so that as Bing is crawling, it doesn't just look at your website and say, here's the website, here's the domain, here are the pages, here are the images, here are the products, and so on. It also is aware of, Here's the official Twitter page, the official Facebook, the Tumblr, the Instagram, the apps that they have, all of these official things that are also linked to that web, uh, to that website, to that, that business. That is incredibly important in the world of mobile and right. especially in the world of digital virtual assistants like Cortana. These things are the fabric that pulls all of that together so that when somebody is on their phone and they use a digital assistant, whether it's Google Now or Siri or Cortana, and they ask for something and you come up in the results, the next thing that happens is, hey, do you want their official app? The reason that happens is because we know that these things are actually connected. And you do that inside the Webmaster Tools. Okay, okay. Yeah, those are some great great, great reasons, you know. And you mentioned Cortana, which I think is a, extremely helpful, you know, in terms of voice search, which is kind of, you know, the next level of search or really where search uh, is going. So, um, you know, the next question that I wanted to ask you is, you know, so this might be more of an elementary question, but a lot of people wonder this is, you know, how do you get started with Bing Webmaster Tools? What is the easiest way to yeah. get started? So you want to go um, just hop on Bing and look up Webmaster Tools. We'll be right there near the top of the stack. 
Um, when you do that, you could also go to Google if you wanted and type in Bing Webmaster Tools. That would be awesome. <laughs> uh, so you'll you'll come to a sign in page. You'll just you'll sign in with like a live ID or or something like that. Um, and then typical to what you would expect from any Webmaster Tools system, you'll be given some options for validation to verify that you own the website. You know, one of those is putting a meta tag in the head area of your website. Um, I know things like WordPress support this, where you can put the validation code in and it will automatically populate it. Um, you can do a uh, DNS change. So if you're a large-scale operation, uh, it may be easier for you to do a DNS change than it is to actually go alter the code, for example. I know that's our case here at Microsoft. It's often easier to go to the teams that manage DNS and ask them to make a CNAME change than it is to actually get permission to add something in the code base that lives on the Internet. Sure. So, so for large-scale operations, you can do that. Um, and then... Um, Oh, I'm forgetting my third option now. <laughs> Regardless, there's three options in there. So um, it should be relatively straightforward for anybody to be able to activate this. Sure. And it's incredibly important. Like, you have to prove that you own the website or we cannot activate the account and share the data with you. Like, that, that's the fundamental thing, right? Um, it, it protects you. It protects us. It protects the data. Um, once you get it verified, there is something that I stress is very important for users um, this is less so for the individual, because as the individual, you know, if, you, if you're running your own website and you have one webmaster account and it's you, there's not a lot of downside, there's not a lot of danger in this. But if you actually work at a business um, and you have employees, it's probably a good idea for you to add an email alias inside your company with three or four people on it. Go into the settings inside Webmaster Tools when you activate it, add that alias and say that you want all the updates from us. So if we find malware, we'll ping the email. If we have crawling issues, we'll ping the email, and so on. And the reason you want to do that is because if somebody makes a change inside the account, you can get an update on this. And it's okay. important you also set multiple administrators. Because if someone is an admin on your account, they can make a lot of changes in there, some of which can harm a website. So to protect your business, have multiple admins. If somebody leaves your company, the second admin can go in and remove their permissions and protect the company through webmaster tools. Sure, sure. So these are these are very important ideas that a lot of businesses overlook. Um, and and the reason I bring them up is if you reach out to us afterwards and say, "Oh, well, you know, that person left the company and then something." There is nothing we can do to help. The permissions are under your control. They were set that way. There's very little we can do on our end to take any action. Right, so the end user ultimately has the you know the top level control. Yeah, and, and mostly I mention it because people don't think about it, right? They 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 don't think about doing those things, but it's very important, especially as your companies start to get larger and people may transfer to different jobs. It's really important that the option exists for multiple people to get notices, because if a person you know transfers or gets a promotion and they're no longer in the account, they're not there day to day, and no one is getting the messages, and we're constantly telling you we found malware on a section of your website. You probably want to know that, sure. And so, enabling that that ability for us to email somebody is really important. Okay, great, great, Dwayne. I mean, I think that was a lot of great wealth of knowledge that you shared. You know, on uh, Bing Webmaster Tools. I mean, is there anything else that you'd want to share with the listeners? You know, uh, any additional you know tips or insights or you know anything in terms of Webmaster Tools that we may have not chatted about? Yeah, so um, I'm actually going to repeat a couple of things because I, I think they bear repeating. These are really important ideas right now. 
Um, so first and foremost, if you don't have the tools, get in there and get them. I mean, they're free. So, and, and like I said earlier, anytime a search engine is willing to share data with you that it holds about you, yeah, you want that. It's free and, and you can use it to, uh, to help make decisions. Um, but I think the two biggest and most important things that people need to focus on right now, one is mobile. Two is marking up your content. Those things are not optional anymore. They are highly, highly important. Sure. And a final thought, if you guys are wondering what it is that attracts a search engine's attention, what you need to do to really focus on, to, to kind of make a difference, think of the user experience. Now, this is everything from answering the question that they asked and answering related questions that they didn't ask but are likely to ask, all the way through to basic usability across a website. These things are critical components to being successful in search engine marketing today. Without those things, you're going to disappoint your visitors. If we see the traffic changing, we see it going down, we try you in search results and it doesn't resonate with people, then we're less likely to keep you ranked high. We're more likely to try someone else. Sure, sure. The search engine's job is to answer the searcher's question first and foremost. Right. So if you keep that in mind and you use that as kind of a touch point for all of the decisions you're making, you'll you'll actually start to grow in a very positive direction. Right, right. No, I think those are a lot of important points too. Is you know, ultimately, it is about the end user and uh, ensuring that they have a succinct, you know, a journey through through your website, and you can interact with them. Uh, Dwayne, you know, thank you so much for sharing all this great content and you know, being on the podcast. You know, the last question I wanted to ask you is, you know, how can people find you on the interweb uh, on the interwebs <laughs> if they want to interact with you? I mean, where are you these days? Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm super easy to find. Um, if you type my name into a search engine, I'll be on the first page. Um, if you hit Twitter and just type in at Dwayne Forrester, that's my Twitter handle. I'm reachable on Facebook as well, on LinkedIn. Um, so I should be fairly accessible and easy for folks. Although I will say that if I'm traveling, which I do quite frequently, or I'm away on vacation, uh, that can slow responses from me a little bit. Sure, sure, sure. Well, great. Thank you for, for sharing, sharing that. And once again, really appreciate your time and uh, being on the podcast. Definitely. Thank you for having me. All right, so there you have it, guys. That was Dwayne Forrester from Bing, Microsoft, spitting the knowledge on Webmaster Tools and uh, the things that you perhaps didn't know that you can do with uh, Bing Webmaster Tools. Certainly, there were several things that I was unaware of myself, being a like-minded digital marketer, search marketer, uh, that really is going to help me in identifying potential behind Bing Webmaster Tools. I was very excited to chat with Dwayne Forrester, and I believe he had a wealth of information to share uh, with you guys. Hopefully, this is something that you can take and apply in, into your own search endeavors. And without further ado, I wanted to state that I hope that you truly enjoyed this particular episode of the show. If you didn't, well, hope you stick around for the next episode. Uh, I promise to be a little bit more exciting if you didn't find this one to be exciting enough. Friends, once again, thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. This was episode nine of the Digital Marketing Revolution podcast with... Bing guru, Dwayne Forrester, talking about unraveling search potential from Bing Webmaster Tools. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time, peace out.